I had a post on Facebook recently uh, talking about regret and how our biggest regret is not is that we didn't scale our business sooner, right? Yeah. And uh, and Dan Dean actually came back and he had mentioned um, that he wished he would have started earlier in his business, but um, he also wasn't sure if that was a regret. And he said this would be a really good podcast episode. We agreed, and that's why we're doing this episode right now. So we're going to talk a little bit about regret um, and kind of the two sides of that coin. And we're going to talk about that in today's episode starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. All right. So I'm going to go Debbie Downer here for a second because so Les Brown is a motivational speaker that I've listened to numerous times in the past. Okay. And he had this really, I'm pretty sure it was Les Brown, had this amazing story. Oh, it's amazing and it's sad, right? Um, and this lady, uh, it was uh, an older lady uh, approaching her 70s, walked up to him after and she said, you know, um, I, I'm going to pass away with so much regret. Like basically that there's so many things that she didn't do in her life and now all she has is nothing but regret. And she's like, I had so much fear about failing that I didn't do it and now all I'm filled with is regret. And he has another quote, and this is, I can actually attribute this one to him, but he says, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all of the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the invention that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take the first step, keep with the problem, or determined to carry out their dream. Wow, yeah. Debbie Downer for this episode. Right? I'm not trying to be, right? So there is good and there is bad, right? And we're going to talk about that, right? So our biggest regret is that we didn't scale sooner, right? Because we we already knew the business was working, right? We knew long ago that our business was working. So yeah, we had a solid model. It was bringing in money. I and mean, honestly, I kind of saw the writing on the wall when I made my first like couple pennies and nickels online. My mantra in our business became, all I have to do is scale this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scale, scale, scale. But I was determined for one reason or another, lack of understanding or maybe lack of business acumen, that um, I was I was determined to scale it myself or have us do all of the yep. scaling. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't till later that we started hiring people and scaling that way. And that was like groundbreaking. Oh, for it's us. been life changing. And now it's like the the thing that I I go to first when we're having like time difficulties and stuff. It's like we need to hire someone. Let's let's get rid of this work. Yeah, I mean, at the time, <laughs> at the time, you know, we didn't have kids yet. So we did kind of like, oh, well, we have time. We can work on exactly. this stuff. And so, yeah, now it's like we don't have time for anything. And if we'd scaled earlier, our business would be significantly bigger than it oh, is right it, now. Ab- yeah, if we relied on only us. Now, Dan, he, he had mentioned that his regret was not um, getting kind of a jump start into his career sooner. and But then he kind of showed the other side of that coin, right? It's the side that... You know, sadly, we don't ever really get to see, right? None of us get to know the other side of the coin of our decisions. He said that 
although he didn't get a jump start into his career as fast as he wanted, that gave him the time to enjoy, you know, quality time with his family, right? Okay. And yeah. so, and that's one of those things, like, we can sit here and we go, man, I wish we would have scaled sooner, but we also don't know what our life would look like if we had. Well, and I'm sure that, you know, the the years that we spent with him, when it was just you and I doing all the work ourselves, was so much learning. Like, we learned so, so, so much yes. through that process. So when we eventually did want to, like, bring someone on, like, we knew exactly what we wanted them to do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now here we are managing a team of, I don't know how many anymore, yeah. but, you know, we've got, got a few people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably, I think it, probably around seven people. And it's it's been amazing for us. And we get to see the benefits of that scaling. But, you know, we are like, oh, it's, it's easy to just have this regret about like, wow, I wish we would have done it sooner. And honestly, if anyone were to ask me in their business, you know, if they had their, their income was fairly steady with the business and they're having a lack of time, I would probably advise pretty much anyone to hire people and train them and scale their business. Right. Definitely. You know, um, obviously I'm not, you know, Nostradamus, I don't know what the future is going to hold for that person as a result of their scaling efforts, but it seems pretty foolproof for the most part. Yeah. But, you know, that's just one of those things about um, online business. And maybe there are people that are listening to this now that, you know, they work maybe a regular job and they're scared to start a business. They want to start a business, but they're scared about it. And, and we've talked a little bit about like the riskiness of jobs and the riskiness of entrepreneurship. And yeah. my advice to anyone, um, I, I always kind of err on the side of, you know, being conservative when it comes to this is start a side hustle. Like, what do you have to lose by going and creating a Fiverr account and offering your skills up on Fiverr or going on to Upwork and offering your skills on Upwork or, writing a book and putting it on Kindle. Like you got, you have nothing to lose other than you wouldn't, you'd, you're going to spend your spare time a little bit differently. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of what happened with us. It's like we, we transitioned from, you know, you would come home from, you know, work and I'd come home from school and we just like hang out and play video games or watch Food Network. Cause yeah. that, that was like our hobby. Alton like, Brown is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, we just watch <laughs> Food Network all night. And it's like, and then our, 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 we, we started working on this business and that's where we spent our free time. And then it actually kind of became our hobby. Like, for fun, almost, we were doing this, this stuff. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, we learned a lot. And I'm, I'm grateful that we, we took the time to learn and do it. But man, things, yeah. things could have moved a lot faster for us. Our goal in, in this entire business was for you to leave Big Bank and come home. And you and I would just run our business. And we could have done that so much faster. We could have definitely, you know, and, but what I will say at least is I'm, I'm nearly positive that when I'm 70, I will not be walking up to Les Brown and saying, you know, I really could have watched a lot more good eats, <laughs> <laughs> man. That is a good show. <laughs> uh, good. I do like good eats, but you know, that, that cutthroat kitchen is pretty fun. Oh, cutthroat kitchen's great. Anyways, this is we're we're slowly pivoting this to an Alton Brown episode. We'll do an Alton Brown episode at another time. Oh yeah, right. Like, 
But yeah, so it, you know, it's just one of those things for people to always consider, right? It's it's so easy to like look at the the here and now, but where will you, you know, when you are older, will you look back on like you you look at your risks, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I, you know, it, it's funny. So let me talk about risk and regret for a second. I have a great story about this. When I was, I, I'm going to guess around 19 years old. I worked at Circuit City as a computer technician in the fire dog department. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I'd fix people's computers, right? And uh, Circuit City was crashing and burning hard. I mean, it was every day was more bad news. And it was always awkward because we would we would show up and we'd have our team huddle in the morning where everyone, all of the employees of the store, would get together and we would they'd have a whiteboard. And they would talk about all of the goals that we were supposed to hit, but we all knew <laughs> deep down hit. inside we were not going to hit these sales goals for the day. Oh, no. I mean, so, all right, you, let's let's rewind it a little bit. On the way to this team huddle, we had our own Fire Dog branded energy drinks in the... Uh, really? Why? Because Circuit City was being Circuit City. Anyways, <laughs> so there were Fire Dog branded energy drinks. And at, on our way to this meeting, people would just grab them out of the cooler and pop them open. Like, not pay for them. Just grab them out of the cooler, oh. pop them open. So everyone, all the employees, or many of the employees, are standing around in our team huddle looking at the goals that we're not going to hit, drinking stolen energy drinks from the company that they work at. Oh, no. So it, was not, it was not good. It was very bad. How are the energy drinks? Huh? I I bought mine. That was a trap. That was a trap. That was a trap. I did buy them every once in a while, but no, I did not participate in the theft of Fire Dog branded energy drinks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Anyways, um, so I I was working at Circuit City. Spoiler alert: I wasn't making a lot of money <laughs> as a nineteen-year-old computer technician working at Circuit City no. in our tiny town. So, anyways, um, I got. I got word that there was a, a job opening at Big Bank. And I was like, well, uh, I should probably give this a shot because um, Circuit City looks like it's going down hard. Yeah. You know? And um, so I called up and I called out sick. And they're like, you can't call out sick. We you, we need you here. And I'm like, I, I, I need to call out sick. <laughs> and I will not be coming in. I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do. I'm, I'm not coming in because I, this was it. I had a job interview this day at big bank and I was like, uh, this is a much better opportunity. So I had, there was nothing else I could do other than call out sick. I didn't have vacation days or anything. Um, so the, my boss was like, all right, but, uh, we'll, We'll remember this. We'll remember this. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. He, he's like, we will remember this. And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> if I don't get this job at big bank, I may have just lost my only job. Right. And so I went interviewed. It went really well. I got the job and made so much more money <laughs> than being at circuit city. But before I knew the outcome of that decision, I felt like I was making this really, really risky decision. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to lose this job that isn't paying me a lot. And, but I did, I made that decision. I took the jump and now looking back, it's like, was it really that risky? Right? Like at the time, it, it probably felt it risky. felt so risky, but I'm like now looking back on it going, 
and, and granted, I, I, you know, have this, you know, bias because I know how the story went, but it was, a, it was a job. It was just like a regular paying job. It wasn't like I wasn't getting, there was nothing special about that job. In fact, it was at a company that was failing and ultimately did fail. Right. Yeah. Not much longer after you left. Yeah, not much longer after I left. So if I hadn't taken the risk, I would have been basically in the same position anyways. So it's like, looking back on it, it really wasn't that risky of a decision. And ultimately, I ended up getting a career of 12 years. That career went super well and, you know, ultimately gave us the time and resources so that we could go off and build this business that we now do full time, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because you're talking about that, that, like that fear of, you know, am I going to have that job? And when you got really sick, it was that same kind of like, are you going to have a job to come back to? Is that that important all of a sudden? Like, yes, at the time you absolutely needed a job, you know, and I'm, you know, pregnant with our third. Things were pretty stressful, but it's like, you losing your job was not nearly as scary as the fact that you could have died. Yeah, like, and I'm not trying to be overly dramatic here, but like, standing at the precipice of death, it's like, you're probably, I was not thinking, oh no, I'm going to lose my job. Other than, like, obviously I was concerned about your provision, but I w- that wasn't the first thing on my mind. No, my life would have been a lot harder if you weren't here. Exactly, right? You know. And so that was th- those were just some of those things that I was like, wow, you know, losing losing a job at in the face of death, like losing a job is like a footnote. Even if it, even <laughs> if it was a really good paying job at a good company, it still doesn't matter compared. Yeah, and and, and that's just some of those it is just those sobering realities, you know. And, uh, so yeah, I've been, and ultimately that's why we call the business fearless, right? Um, that's like, that's the, the brand story right there is, um, I faced probably the scariest thing that most people will ever face. And I came out very changed from it and I didn't have nearly as much fear as I had going into it. You know? Now we're risk takers. Now we're risk takers. <laughs> no, we I skydive every chance <laughs> I get. No, no, we I don't. don't. No, the most dangerous thing I do is I get into a vehicle and drive on, on the roads of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> when it rains. When it rains, yeah. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was just some of the the musings about uh, regret that we wanted to talk about. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.